where we left off. Let's hear who we have at the table, players and characters. Hannah, will you begin? Hello, I'm Hannah playing Winnie Hemlock. Brennan? I'm Brennan. I'm playing Arcos Gerard. And Rob? I'm Rob playing Magnus Vale, a very tired wizard currently. (laughs) (laughs) And I am Amelia Salm, your GM. And you all made a beeline for the center of an impossibly large whirlpool in the middle of a cursed ocean, maybe? Haunted, definitely. And you are being sucked down to the bottom of the ocean. Winnie, you are unconscious having had more power conducted through you than maybe anyone ever. Slay. Uh, Magnus, did I have you roll a spirit roll last time? Uh, you I did. think we all did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. You are laying on the ground. <laughs> barely conscious. What do you do with a drunken sailor? What do you do with a drunken sailor? you're on the ground for a moment before you are immediately jostled as the ship itself teeters immediately to the side as you are being pulled through the water. Arcos, you have gained your balance. Your friends have passed out. You are... Everything is black. Uh, You hear the captain yelling about something running to and fro. It seems that uh, Craig is at the helm in the moment, uh, also yelling things back. You're kind of in a weird, you know, like when uh, people throw a flashbang and it's like (laughs) slow-mo and there's like ringing. That's the headspace, I would say. Is it is it fair for me to say that you're not paying super close attention to anything in particular? You're uh, taking in a lot. I've been flashbanged in a lot of Call of Duty games, and absolutely, I'm not <laughs> I'm not noticing. Anything. I really thought you were about to say in real life, and I was like, what? How? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just what living in Oklahoma is like, you know. Yeah. It's just Brennan's yeah. side job as a vampire slayer involves flashbangs. So. Yeah. That would be my dream job. You would have to interact with vampires on a regular basis. If yeah, you knew I was that. like, I don't like I don't want to be rude, Brennan. I don't know if you have the what it takes that dog in you uh, to hunt vampires. Considering that I think that if I spent like two minutes just talking more in detail than the surface level now, you would yell at me to stop. <laughs> Sometimes a man just has to face his fears. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. He's got that and- Abraham Lincoln dog in him. Dude. He's got this. Speaking of, I guess, facing fears is where I'm going to segue us back to the, <laughs> the programming. Um, you hear a large blaring klaxon alarm and you see a light coming from the lower deck. Hmm. A red light blaring. Uh, well, <laughs> um, 
how a scale of one to ten, how catatonic is uh, Magnus at the moment? Um, I will leave that up to you, Rob. Um, I mean, I take it I failed that spirit check last time, right? You're not dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're um, not good. I would say you probably like you're not ready to get up and go walking around, but like you're not you're not bleeding out or anything or suffering from more psychic trauma than usual. Yeah, Magnus is not going to like get up off of the floor without prompting. Uh, if you need his help with things, I think he could wordlessly gesture at things for you. All right. Um, and, and, like when you bring your like your friend home too drunk and they like stopped talking, but they are like yeah. giving you like thumbs up and like telling you like to get them things with your hand and stuff. Sounds good. If to you me. want to take Magnus with you, you will have to carry him. Okay. Yes. I am like nine feet tall. I'm gonna I'm gonna just shoulder him and then move down toward the red light oopsie oopsie daisy um you head down there and you see there is a leak where the hole has breached and water is rapidly filling the room opposite where the engine is oh god um opposite side of the room not right next to the engine is there anything i can plug it with uh, give me a notice check. You got it. Just shoves Illusion. Magnus into the hole. That's a 10. Okay. With a 10, um, you, with Magnus over one arm, notice... Uh, you notice. Um, yeah, you do notice there are, like, some containers, like a barrel and some crates that might have something useful in it you see some it appears to be some kind of a fabric in a like soaked in a waxy material that you think you might be able to plug up against the hole at least for a stopgap to find something better sounds great um i'll take that you know just shove it into the hole and uh then go and inspect the engine see if anything's amiss okay are you doing this with magnus over your shoulder or are you setting magnus down in about probably like four inches of water. <laughs> I think I'm going to try and keep him on the shoulder because I'm worried he's going to slump over and like drown. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to need you. Oh, God. What kind of check even would I have you make for this? Uh, athletics. What skills? Strength. So what I'm going to. So I'm going to describe to you the scenario mm-hmm. and you can you can give me something you you're interested in. Mm hmm. Um, so what's happening is there is a large gash in the hole of the ship. You are trying to mend it with one hand mm. as water is actively filling up the hole. Mm. I, mean, I, I would love for you to be able to do this <laughs> quickly. I, I am a giant. Mm-hmm. I, could I roll strength? For argue, argue that one for me. Um, one, just the, the muscle to keep, uh, Magnus on the shoulder and then, uh, the muscle to press against the water pressure enough to get the thing in the hole. Okay. I will let you roll strength, but I am going to make it a higher, uh, check. Totally fair. Totally fair. We're going to re-roll that one. Mm Mm-hmm. Nope. Fucking... No, wait a minute. <laughs> I picked up the wrong die. Never mind. I was like, what the fuck? Okay. Um, 
okay. That's an eight. I'm trying to figure out if I should re-roll it or not, because I don't know what you bumped the, the pass to. Um, four out of six is pretty good. Four out of ten is about average. We'll keep it. Rolled an eight. Okay. With an eight, you have a Magnus over one shoulder. You're able to get some of these materials and cram it into the hole just enough so there isn't Walker actively pouring into the uh, room. As you look over it, this is not going to hold very long, mm-hmm. but it will buy you some time to think about something else if you need to, either to go to the engine or to return back to this and try and have a better solution. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm going to... Uh, go immediately immediately to the engine and see if I am able to detect anything uh, particularly wrong. Yeah. Uh, do you have any like smarts or any like anything I, in that area? <laughs> do you have any let smarts? Me, um, let me pull up the the thing. I do have yeah. uh, I do have spell casting if it's a magical engine. I have faith because I believe in my boy Magnus. Who, uh, who that's not how doing. faith works. <laughs> spell casting would be good. I've got, uh, yeah, I could use spell casting. That's probably the best thing I have. Go ahead and roll for spell casting. It is very high, it is very difficult. That is a 10. Okay, with a 10. You look at this engine. Everything about it looks like it sh- it's bad. <laughs> and Fuck. and you don't know if that's because it's bad. You saw it <laughs> earlier and it kind of like I don't you've been here for several weeks. It looks just as confusing and weird. You know something is probably not working right. You have absolutely no idea where to even begin with this. Okay. Plan B. Um, I am going to, uh, is there any way I can try and heal Magnus enough to where he's conscious to, to start telling me what to do with the engine or repair it himself? Could it be like smelling salts, maybe some anti-headache magic, some, some just slap him in the face and be like, you got this. Okay. I can, I'll tell you for nothing, slapping him in the face won't make the situation better. Okay, plan C. This man looks fried. <laughs> can I try and heal him? I think magic might be your best bet here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, should I roll for healing or should I... Um, uh, would you... Should I uh, do the healing spell? You should... I will let you choose what you right. want to do there. I'll throw down the healing spell then. <clears throat> Okay, healing removes less than an hour old. Success removes a wound. Raise removes two. Okay. That is a six uh, and three power points. Okay, great. So that's a success, mm-hmm. uh, which would remove one wound. So, um, Magnus, I will say that the feeling that all of your nerve endings are on fire has subsided and been replaced with just a sharp pain throughout your body when you move and a dull throbbing uh, discomfort otherwise. Um, You 
are not in the best shape, you do feel more conscious, more awake. Um, can I just like look at the engine over Arcos's shoulder? Yeah, you can do that. I'll let you could raise your neck. <clears throat> Maybe not much more, but yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Thank you, Arcos. Um, okay, so what should I roll for this to look at the engine? Um last time I think we did you could do spell casting, you could do a cult. Um if you wanted to get freaky with it, you can argue for something else. I don't I still don't have any PowerPoints, so like I don't know that spell casting makes sense. So yeah. we're gonna go with a cult, which is a worse die, but I think it makes more sense thematically. I appreciate your honor. We're going to spend a Benny or <laughs> you roll that because that was a one and a two on the die. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> okay. That was a six total. Okay. That is a basic success. Um, what's wrong with the engine? There's two parts to it. Um, one is the actual like physical problem with the engine was just that the jostling messed up a few connections if you weren't so tapped it would be a pretty easy fix and you think that if you were to tell the captain he'd be able to like fix it pretty quick it you you identified there's like a room that needs to be changed to like some of these rooms you have to like recarve and uncarve and do new things you need to adjust a couple of the runes for the uh the changes that have happened and there's like a few wires that are carrying like magic from one area to another that need to be readjusted. Um, that that is clear to you. Um, just things from all the jostling that got taken out of place. There is something else, and as you're looking at it, it just feels like there was something that was connected to this engine that isn't anymore. Do I so I notice the absence? Do I know like what was missing? No, it's like a like a feeling, like a vibe, like oh. not like a literal thing that was like missing, but like there's just an energy about it that feels like it's missing, Argos. and you didn't notice it was there until you've experienced its absence. Argos, there's some uh, there's some doohickeys that are are messed up on the engine, but uh, the vibes are off. I believe I can fix doohickeys with your help more than I can fix the vibes unless you have a way to fix the vibes actually Arcos, uh, no offense but I think I'm going to have my apprentice do the technical bits, I think you are in charge of the vibes on this one oh god <clears throat> well Plan D. Can <laughs> if uh, am I able to detect what vibe is missing from our vibe machine? Yeah. Um. Go ahead and I guess roll spirit. All right. Where the fuck is? Oh, there it is. Oh my lord! The twelve exploded, boys. And it exploded again. <laughs> the vibe checks are immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> the vibes are clocked. That, that is a 33. 
Jeez. <laughs> that's like, that's a success and what, like seven additional raises? <laughs> I can't do math, yeah. That yeah. is a success and seven raises. <clears throat> okay, yeah. That's, <laughs> sure, I'll tell you exactly what the vibe is missing. Okay, in this moment, Arcos. <laughs> is that when I get two exploding 12s? That's like getting like a 40-something in D&D. Hey, man, we're in a sinking submarine at the bottom of a cursed ocean. We need those crits. Yeah. You, um... Yeah, fuck, I'll just tell you everything. I'll tell you exactly what happened here. Uh, It's just gonna be cheeky lore. Um, You're trying to see what's missing from the engine, and you... In the midst of all this, the, the blaring of the alarm kind of fades into the background and you take a deep breath. And the question isn't what's missing from the engine, but it is what's missing from the ship. You all have lived here for several weeks now, and there's a particular cadence. Um, the way that the ship itself refuses to break apart is a testament to all the magic and the runes and the protections within it. But... You also had pretty smooth sailing, all things considered. And there wasn't really any opportunity where, until now, it felt like the ocean was breaking in or attacking the vessel itself. And you think back now, processing what you saw with Magnus channeling this magic, this overpouring of light and energy into Winnie and Winnie melting into the water and you also reminded of the way that the vessel seemed to provide you with food whenever you needed it uh you never ran low on supplies even though there was not really a noticeable storage (laughs) aside from like what was visible and you think about The way that the captain has been talking about the ship and his connection to it. God, I don't even know how you would know this information, but you got like a 33. It's a spirit check. (laughs) God, I think if you roll over a 30 on spirit, then your deity is (laughs) whispering in your ear. Which is the interesting thing is... uh, what you sense here isn't really the the sort of magic that you get with divinity. Mm. You feel, um, you now recognize that the the presence you felt when Winnie turned into water, there was this overwhelming amount of magic in the room. It was a very primal, elemental magic that you had never experienced before, but now you associate with the concept of the titans Mm. and it would seem that some of that magic deep within the well of infinity of what could even be a consciousness for a being so large and unknowable part of that was was tied to this ship and sort of the way where if you um (laughs) Honestly, I think of it in the way where it, if you are cleaning up Play-Doh, mm-hmm. you know, you take the big blob and you smash it on the others and it picks up all the pieces. Yeah. That's almost like what happened here. The power of the Titans flowing through the ship 
once it left, it took what little spirit that had broken off from a titan that was in this ship. And it is reunited back with the whole. And you now have perhaps a fundamentally different shift as to what the nature of spirits in this world could be if there was one here and it is now a part back with the sea. Okay. Well. And um, with the 30, with your 33, you think, you don't know how you know this, but you think maybe it kind of had a little crush on the captain <laughs> in whatever way that could possibly be. <laughs> That's the most important info here. I, I'm seeing yeah, I feel like I feel like with that, with that role, you should get all of the information about this spirit. <laughs> And yeah, that that's that's all I got for you. Can I Titan magic, part of a whole <laughs> crush on the captain? I'm gonna stand Magnus up. Is Magnus Magnus? You good enough to stand? I'm Magnus. good enough to lean. Yeah, I was like, Mag as you stand Magnus up, he starts to fall over a little bit, and you can catch him. I'm gonna prop him against the wall and be like, "Okay, don't blow anything up quite yet." Okay. Oh, okay. I'm gonna like gingerly like take my hands off him and like back away. <laughs> um, yeah. Then I'm going to place my hand on the the engine and see. Just say, <clears throat> is there a way you can come back to us, spirit of the? What was the name of the vessel? Atora. Atora. Please. Don't let our captain drown. You feel nothing. You hear nothing. Okay, plan E. I'm going to run uh, over and see if I can find the captain. Yeah, probably back on the upper deck. Um, is he doing all right? He's running around the ship trying to keep it from breaking. Right. You see, going from one end to another, like casting a spell or a rune or tying something down and uh says how's the engine <clears throat> uh i don't know how to explain this but the spirit be quick what quick the, the spirit it, it's let's it's gone she I, and i think she loved you or something <clears throat> look what I, the fuck are you talking about i know that sounds really weird but look look Sometimes when you have enough magical energy. We don't have time for this, Arcos. Okay, okay. Um. And uh, kind of goes back and uh, throws you like, uh, like a mop and this sort of key valve and says, get downstairs and start pumping the water out. Oh, uh, right away, Here, Captain. and uh, pushes Julian toward you. He'll show you how. Uh, Julian, come. Uh, is Craig with us? Uh, Craig is currently attempting to steer the ship. Uh, is Askarath <laughs> around? Askarath, uh, you notice, uh, is next to Winnie, um, sort of like tending to her unconscious body and is in full triage mode. Well, that's much more important than this. Okay, uh, I'm going <laughs> to run, uh, gonna run down with Julian and say, <clears throat> Julian, you've worked with all sorts of crazy-ass contraptions that are beloved Magnus has cooked up in that unhinged mind of his. Um, I'm going to start 
I'm right here, Arcos. I, I know. I know. Yeah, Arco, Arcos, I, we don't have time for for your, your sentences. Let's go. Yeah, let's go, let's go. Um, <laughs> he he uh, tosses you this, like, circular... Uh, he says, here's the key, and he... Uh, it's like kind of like a hexagonal screw thing. It's basically... Uh, activates a valve that will allow you to basically like oh. shop back the water out of the uh, out of the craft. Sick. Um, let's start shop backing. Uh, uh, while you're doing that, um, I'm going to like wave Julian over as I'm like leaning Julian against was some of the already running toward you after <laughs> he got that off to Arcos. He said, "Oh <coughs> shit." Don't worry about it, but we got to fix the machine, um, and it doesn't make sense. So, uh, before all the water's gone, uh, I need you to, uh, Max is gonna take out a jar, put some of the hot water into this jar, and then, uh, put some magic into the glass. I told you how to imbue things with magic, yeah. right? Um, and then bring that back to me. Yeah, he, as soon as you say put the, ma- the water into the jar, he's listening, but he's taken it. And uh, has run off, scooped up some water, and um, begins casting a spell that you taught him a while ago. Okay. Um, so he's going to prepare that jar. And then Magnus, like, over the next few minutes, is going to start, like, pointing out places to Julian that, like, he's going to need to touch up the magic on. Yeah. And just, like, some quick explanations. Um, and then whenever he has that jar ready... Um, this is what Magnus is. I mean, does Arcos like share what he his insights were about the machine? Uh, yes, absolutely. I tell you everything. I assume as Arcos is pumping, you're you're waxing poetic about. <laughs> <laughs> there comes a time in every man's life. When <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the spirit of the ship got swept up with all the magic, and if we want it back, we need to give it. Uh, we need to find a way hopefully, to get it back into the ship. So we're going to take this jar of water. Now, Oracus, you you can still do that big light trick thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to resist the urge to be like, it's not a trick. <laughs> and uh, I, I can actually do the big light trick, yes. Okay, Oracus. Yes? You are really good at sending signals. If a piece of the Titan got swept up, it doesn't, probably doesn't know where the ship is again. It's just lost in the consciousness of all the swirling water. If we were to give it a home, and he holds up the big jar, and then, like, places it, like, on a rune on the engine, and we give it a signal to find it with, and he kind of gestures at Arcos, Mm. then maybe we can get this ship back on track. Okay. Um... Can I cast Glow really quick? It creates a soft light and a small blast uh, template centered on the target. Um, yeah. Sweet. Uh, glow. It, it's not a PowerPoint thing. It's like a miracle thing I have as part of my class. So yeah. uh, did I roll like what? Spirit for that? Yeah. Go ahead and roll Spirit. All right. Good thing we still have glow. Oh my god, the six exploded. So it's a fifteen. Uh, it's a nineteen. <laughs> um. Yeah, you cast glow and imbue it with uh, your magic, and 
once the spell should subside after a few moments it it doesn't it stays in there and you feel expectant um and there's a part of you that the hairs on your neck begin to stand up. Oh. Um, Winnie. Well, we'll come back to, to you all. <laughs> Jump to Winnie for a sec. You are unconscious. And you are dreaming. And you're floating at the top of an ocean. It extends for infinity in either direction. And you're looking up at a clear blue sky that extends outward into its own infinity. And you've had the feeling of being spread out across this infinite expanse and brought back into your consciousness. And it feels weird. It feels good because you didn't feel anything. You didn't feel bad. There was just a lack as if the connections were too far apart to send a signal. But you're just laying there. And it's nice. And it's soft. What do you do? Um, I might glance around. I can roll a notice check, perhaps. Oh, okay. Plus two to notice. Let me check real quick. I think I do. I'm pretty sure I do. Um, yeah. Um, okay. 21. You look in every direction and you see nothing. You feel like you don't exist within time or a real space. You don't feel like time is passing, even though you have no way of knowing that. And you feel a reverberation within yourself. It's your heartbeat. And with each beat, vibrations spread out, pulsing from the center. just a little bit after yours as if it's just an echo slowly slower than your heart has ever beat and then slowing even further still it stops and you feel that feeling you felt what a sentence. You feel that feeling you felt <laughs> uh, when at Magnus's tower for a brief moment, a clutch on your heart. And that's a shock to your system as you involuntarily seize. For a moment, you see, uh, you know, that gray color that grayish black that's like the inside of your eyelids that is a color but it isn't yeah 
Uh-huh. It's a space entirely like that. A severed heart atrophying alone for a brief fraction of a second before you come to coughing up water and uh, leaning abruptly into Askarath, who is kneeling beside you, kind of tending to, you know, some cuts or bruises that you'd gotten from falling over. And right as you relax against Askarath's chest, you feel that presence again of the Titan coming. And in that same moment, a fraction of a second, when Arcos's hair on his neck begins to stand up, that patch that you put in the hole, Arcos, bursts open and water is flooding in even harder than it was. And it is beginning to cave in and increase the size of the gash in the hole. Oh, God. You have called back a part of a titan. You have called back the power of a titan. The ship is rapidly filling up with water. What do you all do? Uh, I mean, we've got its attention. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Okay. Captain, come get your wife. (laughs) Captain. Um, the captain comes down and says, what the fuck happened? She wants to see you. <laughs> the ship spirit, you dense daft fool. I, I've no, I, uh, and he just goes to trying, uh, tries to go toward the hole and it, uh, or to the breach in the hole. <clears throat> and it's easily like a meter wide and a few feet tall. And as he gets closer, it continues to tear. And does anyone want to try anything in a moment? It looks like it is about to split in half. I will run up to it and try and use all of my strength to just try and keep it closed. Please. Okay, so there is water actively pouring out. And there is a meter plus wide, maybe one foot tall gash in the metal hole of the ship that the force of the ocean is pouring through. So as you attempt to get closer to that, Mm -hmm. you will need to make a strength roll, the pretty high check to see that you can even hold your footing. Okay, 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 here we go. Just... Let me re-roll that. Explosion, that's 11. That's an explosion again, woo! That's 17. That's 19. With a 19, you are able, what's that? Yeah. You are able to hold your own as you walk toward this. Most of your energy and effort is being spent on trying to stand upright. There is now closer to a foot of water in the bottom of this uh, craft. The captain is 
desperately trying to get the pump to activate to try and pump water out faster than it's coming in, but seems frantic. Do you have a welding torch? He kind of looks at you with incredulity. What? Uh, good point. Fuck, what are you? Magnus, can you... Do you have anything left at all? <laughs> I Magnus has zero power points. Um, Magnus kind of like looks at the jar again, like thinking that maybe he did one step out of order on this. So he's going to like... Empty the empty the jar, which is still glowing, right? And he's going to put some of the new water rushing in into the jar. Okay. That's the first thing he's going to do. Okay, now you just sit right there for a second. Julian, come here. Julian sloshes over as the hole begins filling up with water even more. All right. Well, it's do or die. And you're the best wizard here at the moment, Julian. So, there's a couple ways you can tackle this problem. You can repair the ship, you can get rid of the water, or you can do something fucking creative. It's up to you. Um... Okay. Uh, and he takes a moment to think. Um, so, like, well... Does he have a plan or is he struggling? He's struggling. Okay. Um, Magnus is going to like take out his spell book and he's going to like have it like flutter open to a couple of pages. Um, One of them is going to be uh, like a binding spell that like just binds simple materials together like earth materials. Mm -hmm. You can use this spell if we have sheet metal to bind some metal to the gash in the hole. And then he's going to flip to some other uh, pages and says, if you're feeling confident about opening wormholes in a submarine, you could use one to drain out the other water. Yeah, I think uh, Julian um, says, okay, sheet metal, um, and begins like looking around and finds something. Um, it's not big enough to cover the entire gash, but like it'll work and maybe it'll work until they can find a better solution. Uh, goes up to right behind you, Arcos, and is like, can you hold this in place? Always. Okay, Arcos, I'm going to let you know now. You will have to roll a minimum of four raises to be able to do this. Okay. Um, so that's a 16 or 24? 20. It would be 20. 20. Uh, and that's a strength? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Where's the flex seal? Where's the flex tape? <laughs> um... Actually, I'll say three raises. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's... <laughs> Make it reasonable. <laughs> I'm thinking about... God, it might be counterintuitive. But I was like, if, if I could drain power points from the ship. <laughs> but, no. 
think we just gotta roll it. Just be like... <clears throat> the ship is a titan. The ship is being controlled by a titan. In, in case that hasn't been <laughs> somewhat clear well, yet. Right now, the ship is just a ship. And you've summoned a titan that is trying to make its way into the ship <clears throat> by doing what water does. I mean, if we let the titan into the ship... Are we all going to drown? <laughs> well, leave it up That's, to fate. Uh, there's only one way to find <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm going to leave it up to fate. <laughs> there is certainty in this world. And uh, when it, there's uncertainty, that's uh, it's, it's, it's uh, furious will. Okay. Let's do it. What are we doing? I'm going to try and get that three race strength roll. But Julian okay. asked for anything for you, my boy. Oh fuck! <laughs> That's a Except five. Except for that. <laughs> yeah, as you uh, you've managed to hold your place uh, against this uh, footing, the water level growing higher, you start to use this piece of sheet metal as a, a shield and take one or two steps forward. The floor is very slippery on account of it is soaked in a foot or so of water. <laughs> As you take one step further, you lose your footing and it pushes you back down against the wall on the other side. Pin for a moment before you're able to regain yourself. The gash in the ship widens and begins cracking along the side as it starts to break runes. It gets, the ship gets weaker and it breaks more spells and the ship gets weaker and it spreads laterally, separating the part that you're in from the upper part as it fills entirely with water. Oh boy. The ship is bisected. You all were wearing water-breathing necklaces, if you recall. So you're not dying. <laughs> we are. So the ship split in half. The ship has split in half. And it is dark. And you're falling. And you feel the ocean. It's quiet and you're sinking. Winnie, from your end, you all are very, uh, well, I guess the way this would work for you is the gash happened along the lower hull. So fairly suddenly, you guys feel this crack and shake, and water begins to fill from the lower portion, uh, where the that where you connect the two le levels. Um, Askarath immediately, uh, sort of props you up mm -hmm. to kind of sit you against a wall so your head isn't laying down. You can't really move. Your entire body feels numb. You don't feel in pain, at least not now. Uh, 
and yells for Craig, who comes over, and they they seal that hole, and it seems to be holding for now, that they no longer have any power. You all are are just floating, uncertain of where your friends have landed. Um, I'm gonna do um something kind of foreign to Winnie, I would like to roll a spirit roll to try mm-hmm. to connect with Altaros. Yeah. I have a d6, so might not be very successful, but... What are you trying to do with this connection? Um... Figure out... <clears throat> um... I don't know. How to repair the ship. Or I guess we can't really repair the ship. Try to figure out what it wants mm-hmm. us to do in this moment. Because it's clear that it wants to come back on the ship, but doesn't really have a proper m- means to, because the ship is now in half. Um, yeah. Does it want us to just fall? Does it want it to just... Is it guiding us somewhere? I don't know. What are its thoughts? Yeah. Um, I got a seven. So. Okay, with a seven. That's a single success. Yeah. Um. So you're trying to think... And you realize in trying to consciously connect that it doesn't have specific wants in the same way that you all do, um, or that like people do. And you're trying to think like, how does it want to get back on the ship? It's not so much that it wants to. So I guess when when you okay let's let's hold on redo that you got a seven <laughs> success yeah. uh-huh. okay so as you reach out to Autoros you realize this isn't like a god where you can like just kind of connect and see mm-hmm. what it wants it is like a vibe it is the concept of water and every single metaphor and reality that water is connected to mm-hmm. you recognize now also piecing together the name of the ship and yeah. kind of. You also note the lack of its presence and you kind of can recognize that it used to have a small presence here. That whatever bound it to this ship was probably an accident. A little bit of it got caught and now it was removed. But you can't target that little bit to bring it back. It is all or nothing. And so when bringing it back, you just brought the full force of the ocean. That is it coming back to the ship that is it connecting with what it was in a way that it like knows with like quotes around the word knows how Mm -hmm. it's not that it is trying to do anything it's just this is what the ocean is and sometimes the ocean is the relationship that a person has with their ship and sometimes the ocean is crushing that ship under its weight right um the ship is cracked in half, so I doubt like any like we can really fix that at this point regarding spirits and everything. But like, is this the spirit of Altoro still trying to get in the ship because of our beacon? Is that still happening currently? It's not happening because of the beacon. It's just a part of you had a ship that was broken and the ocean is forcing its way into it. Okay. 
And like, in a way, that is not different than the Titan trying to reach the beacon. Both of those things are existing in a kind of weird superposition. Right. I'm just thinking like, if we can push it back out, but like, what's that going to do? Our ship is cracked in half. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah. Um, okay. Great. Like, the inanimate force of the ocean is itself the Titan. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Um, but for the moment, it's not breaking in any further, like, to the top part of the ship. There's a, a few leaks and things here and there. You are sitting ducks. You have been entirely disconnected from your engine. So you are just essentially in a air bubble. Um, deep, deep. Then something. It is pitch black, as you all have grown accustomed to, and your friends are no longer attached to your vessel. We did such a good job, guys. We did it. <laughs> this is exactly what we wanted. Fuck. Um, hmm. Yeah, we can, we can flash back down there. Yeah, you could just... Uh, you all are well you're in the bottom half of a broken ship it is cold it is dark you are not actively drowning you can't see each other you can't see your own hands um if you want to you can try and like grab onto some part of this ship otherwise it will likely sink a little faster than you do and then you will just be alone in the ocean. Um, what do I do in this situation? So we've established it. We. So how far is how far underneath water am I? You have absolutely no idea. You were sucked in through a maybe magical somehow whirlpool. You knew you were moving fast. Okay. I am going to... It's freezing cold. Cast light on my mace or cast glow to see if I can see anything. And also maybe get some warmth going. You can cast glow on your mace. It is not warm but it is light um you can see a little bit below you i would assume this is probably a pretty quick reaction of we're in the dark yeah. bad shit happened <laughs> cast glow um the bottom of the ship starts to fall away um and with no hurry no pressure uh julian who was grabbing on to a part of it uh, sees the light of your mace and swims toward it. Uh, Magnus, you can see a glow. You all were not very far away from each other. You're kind of just floating here. Your body is still exhausted, but again, you can breathe, so you're not drowning. Um, and Arcos, you can see Magnus easily enough. Uh, but you do not see the captain. Uh, Askarath? She's with Winnie. 
That's right. On the other half of the ship. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna swim down towards the sinking uh, our half of the ship because our cap the captain was in our half of it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna swim down into it and see if I can find them. Yeah, uh, Julian. As you do that, Julian swims toward you, Magnus, and uh, conjures a tiny little light um, spell in his hand. Um, Argos, you go down toward the wreckage of the ship, and you don't see anything. What? Um, can I? Can I start prying open? doors and throwing back sheet metal can't find any trace of them at all no he wasn't too far away from you um yeah you you pry around um you you even look around you look a little bit around the outside maybe you got sucked out or something huh you don't see him that's sad um yes <laughs> Offer up, yeah, prayer for him, and I, I don't know what to do. I'll probably swim back to Magnus and Julian. Um, so we we can breathe underwater. Is there any way to communicate? Is there like basic sign language? Did you guys come up with basic sign language yes. that you taught each other for this instance? <laughs> Did mean, you? I mean, Magnus knows signed language, but. <laughs> I don't know if Arcos knows it. <laughs> Is it a common yeah, knowledge? If Magnus, knows, Magnus and Julian, I assume, have a nonverbal method of communication they both are aware of. Um, um, well, assuming Julian has similar powers as I do, he could probably do the mind connect spell, but I don't know what his character sheet looks like. In that but. case, yeah. I'm going to like wave my arms and like do like a straight back salute pantomime and then point and then shrug. Yeah, Magnus in like perfect sign language signs. The captain always goes down with his ship um, to Arcos yeah. and then like looks expectantly at you. I have no idea what that means. I may have gotten maybe good captain, maybe like gotten bits and pieces or gotten captain and then just been like, that's a good captain. Like thumbs up captain and then shrugs. <laughs> like who, who said he was a good captain? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Magnus just, like, kind of rolls his eyes a little bit. I still don't think he's very strong enough to, like, really swim. Yeah. Um, he was pretty, uh, messed up. So, like, we've, we've, we're, like, near the bottom of the ocean, though. Well, that's, and it's an interesting thing that you bring up, <laughs> near the bottom of the ocean. There is so much ocean beneath you, you assume, um, you don't see the ocean floor anywhere. Uh, the wreckage is still sinking further out of your view. You probably think it's odd, though, Magnus, because I feel like you would have the presence of mind to think of such things, that you are this deep beneath the water. You are in a highly pressurized craft, and you're not immediately dead from the weight of the entire ocean around you. Like, you, you don't know exactly how deep you are. Um, you have a general idea, like, that it is pretty fucking deep based on how long you spent falling down. You should be crushed to death by the pressure of the ocean. That's how the ocean works. 
Okay, so we have a little bit of light. Just to make sure, Magnus is going to let out some actual air bubbles from his mouth and see, like, relative to which way the ship was falling, where are the air bubbles moving? Because that would tell me, like, which way the surface is. Yeah, they're moving uh, to what you would think is up. Okay. Or I guess where you're oriented. Up. Um, so Magnus is going to sign to Julian, not crushed to death. Weird. Magic portal, question mark. Yeah, Julian sort of like shrugs his elbows <laughs> or his shoulders. It's like, I I don't know. Um, But like mimics writing it down and then, you know, kind of like does a little like oh god i can't think of basically is like pretends to write it down but like just very blatantly not writing it down in the book because you're underwater and that's not how books work <laughs> right but like letting you know that he's paying attention and normally this would be the sort of thing that he writes down yeah understood um just swimming deeper sounds very unattractive so magnus in his mind can only really think. Um, so I think what he's thinking about is we haven't been crushed to death, which either means we're not nearly as deep as we thought we were, or it means that when we got down like at the bottom of the whirlpool and kept sinking, at some point we traveled to a different plane or just to a different location or to some place with different rules, and we are still very deep in a, below the ocean but are just in like this liminal space. So I think his thought is just like, do we go up or do we go down? Like which way is going to get us to some sort of just not in the middle of a dark ocean? Yeah. Those are, I think, reasonable thoughts for Magnus to have. Yeah. Again, as a person who knows what's going on. Um, and there's just like no sign of like, I mean, no bottom floor of the ocean so like we don't see any other like wreckage or ruins or anything like that right um you you don't see anything else explicitly um you do know which direction up is you know which direction the bottom part of the ship is sinking you could try to look for the other half of your ship which appears to not have sunk past you immediately Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, Magnus can still just kind of float. Yeah, uh, Julian <laughs> is, uh, kind of underneath your arm, and I think Arcos takes the other one. Yeah. Um, to help swim. So, sh I guess we'll look for the other part of our ship before we do anything. Yeah, we should yeah. see Winnie and Nascarath. Yeah, um, Winnie and Nascarath. So now that you've... Uh, you uh or Askarath has sealed off the lower part of the ship um craig there's no engine can't steer begins uh working to help uh pump out some of the water Askarath is going around and uh just making sure aside from any magic that the physical part of the ship will hold ideally um says a many prayers in order to make that happen <laughs> spends powerpoints mm -hmm. 
um, what do you, you do here, Winnie? You've kind of got feeling back in your body. Movement hurts, but it's possible. It's just everything is so intense. Okay. Um, are there any windows that I can look out of? Like portholes? Mm-hmm. Windows? Yeah, there are portholes along the sides. None along the bottom because there used to be another floor there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would like to look out a porthole to see if I can see. I mean, I wouldn't know there was a light where everyone else was, but I see if I can see their light that they're casting. Yeah, give me a notice check. Fuck yeah, I'm not good at those. Six. Okay. <coughs> With a six, based on where your position and how everything broke, you don't see them explicitly. You do see some kind of light there's an area that is less dark than the other areas and that's that's the most that you get and you go to other portholes the other side of the ship it is entirely dark there's one specific sort of up toward the corner that's angled a little bit down okay um uh i see some light over through this window I, I don't know how we could get over there, but that might be where the other half of the ship went. Um, Craig, you got any luck steering? Uh, I mean, we... It's not the, the steering that's the problem. It's the propulsion there. Right, right, right. Um, I can... Here. Uh, Craig kind of goes up to the controls of the ship. Takes a deep breath in, places both of their hands on, um, like this steering wheel, and exhales deeply while closing their eyes. And you see light spread from Craig's hand through the wheel, through the ship, and all of the seams along the edges. Um, go ahead, and do you have any, like, occult or... Um, let me look. Any, like, academic, any sort of thing that would give you insight into, like, magical theory? I do have spellcasting. I'll let you roll spellcasting. Okay. Uh, that's an eight. With an eight, you see that the light that's bursting at the seams, um of this ship it the patterns it traces it's not along every seam and there are some parts within it they remind you of when magnus was talking about how there are the weird natural runes that just look like nature there's something there's some sort of order to this that you don't understand um but arcos and magnus and julian see the faint glow of the ship, not too far off, definitely within swimming distance as the outside begins to glow. It honestly looks like right before it would look like if it were exploding, but it's kind of frozen at that one point where there's just light bursting through every crack. Wow. Really makes you ponder the beauty of life when you're stranded in the middle of the ocean. It really does. So true. It's just you and the titan of creation and whose domain is water and just life and death. It's beautiful. But we should also. I assume you guys swim. Yeah, move toward yeah. it. 
like how long yeah. you want to ponder for i guess there's not really anything yeah. pressing magnus is just kind of impatiently tapping arcos's soldier like i can't move still <laughs> <laughs> well i can't speak that's right all right i'm just gonna start uh julian and i are gonna start taking uh, magnus and we're gonna swim over to the ship yeah you do so um like knock on Winnie. the exterior yeah you eventually uh, see them come into view and uh, you guys are kind of like looking out the windows. Uh, Craig sort of releases the hold that they have on the ship. Uh, the glowing continues and looks up and you see their eyes are also this bright yellow light. Soft. Um, and Craig kind of points up toward the top of the ship. Mm to you guys um points to the top of the ship mm -hmm. um i'm gonna go up to the top of the ship yeah um and there is the you guys recall that there is the hatch on the mm -hmm. top that you can use to enter mm -hmm. there is a small bladder within there so you're able to uh get in close that door drain the bladder Come down. Cool. Uh, I will descend uh, into the ship um, through the through the hatch in the top. Yeah, it takes you a few minutes to be able to do that. Um, some water gets in the ship. Nothing unmanageable. Nothing broken. Um, you're all there, able to catch your breath for a moment. Being united without your captain. Hello, everyone. It's currently Wednesday, February 7th. We've just released season four, episode. What episode is this? 31? episode 31 i uh, hope you enjoyed it hope you enjoy whatever episode you're on right now if you're catching up or if you're on a previous season or whatnot um yeah sorry i haven't been updating as much on the mid-roll announcements recently or the post-roll announcements i guess um just busy with um life stuff and other projects and um that sort of thing but, uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to keep them a little more sparse from now on. Don't expect them every episode, but um, most episodes, maybe every other episode. I don't know. Uh, sometimes I just don't have the the time or resources to do it in a timely fashion. Um, but anyway, if I, if I have something really important to update you about, I will do so. Um, and, yeah. Thank you to Arcane Anthems for providing our Season 4 theme song. Um, if you want to check out his Patreon, go to patreon.com slash arcanaanthems. You can find us on our socials on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Guildfellows. Amelia's still making a little graphic every week to make a little grid thing for everyone to enjoy. Um, and yeah, I highly recommend going to do that. We want to shout out our Red Circle subs. So we want to say thank you this week to Alice, our Red Circle subscriber. We love you so much and you make our hearts full. If you feel so inclined, you can give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Helps the show grow and be seen by more people like you. We should be having um, a new episode come out next week. Um, we have some 
life stuff going on right now, which when aren't we having life stuff go on? Um, but just be aware we might have a, a sparse next few weeks, but we're, we're going to finish out the season. I promise you we're, if it extends for a little longer than we anticipate, then that happens. But we have a few episodes left of season four, um, about five or six, maybe. And, um, yeah, we fully intend on seeing that through and then doing some wrap ups for the show. Um, I'll keep you updated on those when I need to. Um, but just know that things might be bumpy for the next few weeks. Um, and I apologize for that, but you know, life like gets in the way sometimes. If you haven't heard, I have a new podcast out with my friend Mel. Uh, it's a Kingdom Hearts lore podcast. It's called Shedding Starlight. If you're into the Kingdom Hearts series, um, I recommend you go check it out. And uh, it's on YouTube and anywhere you find your podcasts. So yeah, that'll be it. Hopefully we'll have um, an episode out for you guys next week. We'll see. Uh, if not, don't fret. We're not going anywhere. We're just kind of stalled. We're really invested in ending the story, so um, it will happen. Just uh, maybe not on, on consistent as a schedule as usual. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. See you next time. Bye-bye.